my wonderful friend, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Kurita, your host today. Happy to be with you again and uh, thank you for tuning in. It's our uh, privilege to welcome you to the program and I always like to invite you to be part of the program. Uh, you may uh, get sick of me inviting you to uh, to come and join us uh, on the talks we have uh, here, particularly when I am in the studio. But this is the time when uh, I would like you to be part uh, of this discussion today. And you can send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and we're we'll very happy to have you with us and uh, share your thoughts on the topic which we are going to discuss today. But I would like to welcome to the program uh, our co-host today, and that's uh, Pastor Fabiano. Can you hear us, uh, Fabiano? Yes, I can. Thank you. That's beautiful. And... Um, we just had a little bit of a struggle at the beginning to connect uh, with you. Now, you're supposed to be here in the chair and uh, maybe run <laughs> uh, this uh, program today, but uh, you are not feeling so well, and uh, we thought uh, we'll um, connect with you via phone. You are still home, okay. and I hope that you feel uh, good enough to uh, do the program with us. That's right. And, um, we, I mean, the whole family is, is, is not well. We've been sick throughout the whole week, but uh, by God's grace, we are seeing some improvement, and we thank God for His natural remedies. Uh, they're doing wonders, and uh, yes, thank you that you could actually step in for me, and, and I could also um, uh, be able to connect with our listener uh, from the comfort of my home. I'm very appreciative of that. Thank you. That's beautiful, uh, Fabiano. And um, just uh, as we are going to approach um, the question which we have for today, which will be, how do I guide my children through the media jungle? I just want to remind our listener that we are um, looking into this um, theme for the whole week, the Bible and the media in the post-biblical culture. Now, we already uh, talked about um, some aspects, uh, asked some questions like, uh, uh, do biblical Christians have a media problem? And if you miss some of these programs, you can always uh, find us uh, on faithfm.com.au or even better, if you have your uh, Faith FM app downloaded on your phone, then you can listen to Faith FM Australia. Or if you don't, this is the opportunity to download our uh, app and uh, please go for Faith FM Australia and you'll be able to listen back to the programs uh, on demand. Another question also we asked was, um, do the scriptures speak to a media obsessed age? Very interesting question too. And uh, the other night with David, we were talking about some very sensitive uh, issues we talked about what about mild violence and soft porn. 
Now, uh, we may want to put uh, also a bit of a warning here. Again, if we are going to mention uh, a little bit more about these things, that uh, if you have uh, young children around you, maybe parents you driving in a car, just just giving you heads up on this, uh, because we are going to, to talk about these uh, sensitive things, because this is what uh, really affects our life every day. But today we are going to look more into the question, how do I guide my children through the media jungle? And uh, Fabiano will be prepared to share with us some of the thoughts he had, uh, how to guide um, our children. And in particular, Fabiano, because uh, not only that you are a new father, how to say that in the correct way, because you had a, a, a baby, yes, not long ago. I mean, that not you, correct. but your wife, but you, you know, as a parent. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. Uh, this year, in May, we had a baby, baby boy, our third child. Um, and, um, yeah, so I'm a parent and I praise God for that. Mm. How many children do you have, Fabiano? So three children. Three children. Uh, age, can I ask that? Yes, yes. So um, our first child is uh, four years of age. He'll be turning five in mm-hmm. November. Mm-hmm. And uh, our second child, uh, he is um, turning uh, three mm. in December, so he's currently two. And uh, our, our third child, the new baby boy, uh, he uh, just turned four months. And right. so myself, myself and my wife are going through uh, the, um, the roller coaster experience mm. of raising a little one, you know. And but uh, but you know, all these things bring joy. And uh, yes, uh, as well as learning curves, and um, uh, these are wonderful things, and God has put them there for a reason, and so we we are, we are praising God. Sure, sure. And mm-hmm. you know, even uh, though your children are still um, young, but these days, uh, Fabiana and um, listener, I've seen babies with a device in their hands and being yeah. able to to work it out. You know, to play uh-huh. something out of that device, even <coughs> on age three, four, something like that. And you have, as you said, your oldest, it's four years old and um, the second, yes. three years old. I think uh, already you are in a process of educating, you know, um, your children. But not only at this stage, even from from the, uh, you know, as soon as they they can uh, recognize your face, you know, and um, look around. I think we have... Um, a job to do and uh, in these days even a very important job to be more intentional yeah. and to focus on this because we can see the um, effects of That's media correct. in the life of our families and in the life of the young ones I was just on the phone today with a friend of mine you know talking about uh, one of their children um, not doing well and actually being in hospital right now just because uh, of uh, whatever goes on in the media and, you know, bullying and all that stuff. But um, today we are uh, going to continue to talk a little bit more about um, how we manage these things, you know, uh, how we still utilize and use media to the, for the good, but at the same time be prepared and on guard to protect ourselves, to protect our families. Mm. And I think that's, uh, that's a very important uh, thing which we are going to, to continue to address this week. Uh, now, yes. Fabiano, just, um, yeah, if you have a thought before, I'm going to a little bit of news, trying to select now something here. 
Yeah, anything yeah. Uh, you want to add on what I was just saying? Yes, uh, uh, you are right in that uh, as uh, parents, we are now going through the, um, especially you know, as parents of young children, we are in the process of uh, educating our children um, uh, the, uh, the differences between uh, real, uh, re- real um, what should I call them, uh, real things and artificial things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are things which wreck our lives, recreational stuff, they wreck our lives. And there are things that build us, uh, that build us in life. Uh, you know, things that educate us and things that, um, uh, that, that, that helps us become better citizens of this kingdom as well as prepare us to become citizens, uh, kingdoms, uh, citizens of the kingdom to come. That is, uh, heaven. Because we believe that, um, ultimately we all are children of God and we want to prepare, uh, uh, our little ones to, develop these character traits and uh and learn uh the important lessons that they need to learn uh so they can become uh you know better citizens of the heavenly kingdom in fact so they can be amongst those who will inherit the heavenly kingdom and so that involves yes selecting and choosing um methods and uh toys that they use for for, for playing i'll be honest with you we I don't even just buy any toy. I evaluate and I look at the uh, the lesson that the children will learn uh, and uh, how this is going to help them uh, uh, develop their character. I don't believe in just choosing any type of clothing. I look at the images that are on there. What Im- what message will this send to the children? And uh, definitely devices are a, 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 a big no-no uh, because um, we know the uh, impact uh, and the negative impact these things can have uh, on, uh, you know, a grown-up person's life, um, an adult. And uh, imagine, what about the little the little young minds? So we, yes, I agree with you. We are in that process, and it is not an easy one, especially in this media-obsessed age, uh, navigating through those channels and uh, putting, together, putting principles there. It can be difficult, but why should one do it? Well, first and foremost, because we uh we 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 should be um, concerned with character development because character is that thing which will take with us from this earth to heaven absolutely right and i think you you're uh, just trying to mention a bit earlier that uh, we live in a very virtual world rather than yeah. reality and uh, yeah. unfortunately the younger ones who are um, not able or capable yet to make uh, strong decisions for themselves they can be easily caught into into this That's yeah correct. i agree with that uh, fabiano now also you know we cannot avoid uh, the situation we are uh, in um, totally, you know, but we can protect ourselves and we need to be very vigilant and very intentional in uh, choosing, as you just said, even if it's up to the even toy or uh, things exactly. like that, you know, I mean, you give a, a child will pass yeah. through the shopping, you know, like that, and the first thing they will say, oh, I want that gun or I want that uh, yeah. uh, type of toy, you know, which can insinuate something, you know, um, and yeah, we need to be very careful on uh, how we do that. 
Now, just exactly. um, yeah, just before um, we are um, jumping a little bit more into this and maybe share some scriptures, you know, uh, um, to support what we are talking today, I just thought yeah. I will bring to our um, attention, you know, and uh, to our listeners a little bit of uh, World Watch, you know, a bit of news. I was just pulling out something here, uh, an article uh, from uh, CBN in news, and I was really puzzled with this. In the world, there are uh, 27 uh, uh, conflicts going on right now, live, you know, in in the world, like uh, war, like in Ukraine and uh, in other places in the world. And even through these wars, people are using technology, you know, cyber attacks yes. and all those things. You you may heard about that. But what caught yes. my attention in this war in um, Ukraine and uh, Russia, uh, a leader of the Russian church, you know, I mean, the leader actually uh, he said these things. They, they said that the soldiers can cleanse their sins by dying in Ukraine, in the war. I mean, in in a newly released video, you know, uh, Patriarch Kirill, which is the leader of the church in uh, in Russia, um, yeah, head of the Orthodox uh, Church, he said these uh, these things. Now, Kirill, uh, a key ally of um, you know Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, spoke just days after the partial mobilization, which happened just a few days ago, of reservists ordered by Putin to boost, you know, the Russians' forces in Ukraine. And uh, on, on Sunday in the church, actually, uh, he spoke these words. And I was just, um, I'm, I'm looking into a um, couple of more paragraphs here. We know, this is what he says next, we know that today many are dying on the fields of warfare. The church prays that this warfare will end as soon as possible, that as few brothers as possible kill each other in this practical world. Kirill continue. Now, I agree with this. I agree with this part. But I'm not sure about the the other part. What's your uh, just just take on this um, interesting uh, approach or yeah, thought about that people will be forgiven of their sin if they go to fight in the war in Ukraine or any other conflicts, other wars. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the holy wars, as they are called, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, in history past, um, the church at uh, that time, which was the Roman Catholic Church, was mobilizing people to go and fight mm-hmm. in what was called the holy wars. And... Um, those who would go and fight, they will be uh, deemed to be uh, receiving some spiritual rewards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, if my man tells me correctly, there was something similar to what we are just hearing from um, uh, from the article that you're reading there. In that, uh, if you die in this war, you know you've, you've done a just, you know you've pretty much. Yeah, did a just, it's a just cause. It's for a just cause. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you will be saved. Therefore, you will be, you, you find favor with God. Therefore, you know, pretty much uh, saying that, you know, by going and killing an innocent person, mm. that, uh, you know, just for, the, just, just, just for the fact that you're defending your country or 
for fighting for your country or anything like that, that, that truly you be are doing a, a, a good thing. Mm. Well, I think um, there's a lot of uh, debates and um, discussions around uh, those kinds of topics as to whether one should enlist in military or, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, how uh, Christians uh, should respond if they are enlisted uh, in, in, a, um, in an army. But I would say that first and foremost, the most important thing to understand is that uh, God hates the action of taking another person's life. Yes. Uh, God, God is against death. Mm-hmm. And um, now all the other nuances and all of that uh, would come down to a Bible study and and prayer, so one is convicted and is truly led by God. Mm-hmm. But but I, I I find it difficult how we can come to that conclusion to say that if I am involved in war and I take another person's life, that I'm going to receive some spiritual rewards. I think that's uh, that's uh, that's not what the Bible teaches. Yeah, and you know the reason I'm bringing this uh, into discussion because. Uh, uh, let's put it this way, maybe some years ago, if somebody, a commander, you know, will go in front of the um, army there, or even a, a religious leader will tell this sort of things. Hey, go and be brave and fight for this war. God will forgive your sins and so on and so forth. The impact will be a little bit less than today when everything goes viral on media and many people yeah. who are not even involved in this war they can um, kind of sympathize with this idea to say wow that's uh, interesting you know your sins can be forgiven you know and we deal with our sins and sometimes uh, uh, oppresses us our, our conscience which is a good thing you know but instead of um, uh, falling into this trap we need to go to the one who forgives sins indeed and just to continue a little bit more on this article it says here um, the church is trying to to be diplomatic and put it in a in a, not in a very bad position even though that declaration which i just said first i mean that says says it all but it yeah. says here and at the same time the church is aware that if someone driven by a sense of duty the need of fulfillment and oath remains true to his calling and dies in the line of military duty, then he undoubtedly commits an act that is to sacrifice, you know, to sacrifice. What I'm trying to say is here that uh, he sacrifices himself for others. You see that they try to implant that in the mind that, hey, in the cause of duty, you sacrifice yourself for the good of others. And therefore, we believe that his sacrifice or her sacrifice, these days even women's, they fight in the wars, washes away all the sins that the person has committed. This is what he concludes here, the leader of the church. Now, what I would like to probably just finish this article with it's uh, some examples if our listeners are uh, also troubled by this we need to go into the bible in acts mm. if we read in the acts chapter 2 verse 38 the apostle paul uh, peter actually said repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus for the That's forgiveness right. of your sins and you will mm. re- receive the gift of the holy spirit what do we need to do yeah. We need to repent of our sins. Yes. 
uh, you know, pray to God and he will uh, deliver us. We don't need to do all other silly things, as you just said, even uh, mentioning about the right. holy, holy wars. I mean, Ephesians, right. yeah, if we look in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verse 7, it says that uh, in him, which means in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness mm. of sin. Mm. Where do we find forgiveness? In Jesus Christ. He paid the that's ultimate right. price. I mean, if, and that's why you see the church try to repeat that, th- that same thing. Uh, you know, Jesus shared his blood for us all, yeah. then we are forgiven. And then if we are sharing our blood, going and killing people and do other things, then we'll be forgiven of our sins. You know how people mm. can twist, people can twist things so badly that um, our minds can be um, you know, confused. And when this comes right. in media, that anyone can access this sort of information, even children or <laughs> even Christian or non-Christians or radicals or, um, you know, all these things, in my opinion, it's quite uh, shocking. Uh, yes, last yes. night, uh, I was talking to a little bit with uh, David about the new prime minister of Italy and uh, wowing that uh, she's going to protect First of all, to protect God, to protect family, to protect uh, Mm -hmm. media. All these things Mm -hmm. are good when you talk about itself, but is that political, uh, on the political sides, uh, um, to protect God? (laughs) You know, I mean... (laughs) I was thinking, how do you protect God? (laughs) Yes, but you know, people make all sorts of declarations and this going uh, viral on the internet. All Mm. right, Uh, anything, uh, Fabiano, before I'm taking a short break and we'll move into our uh, topic, yes. That's right. It just reminds me of what we read in Second Peter chapter three sixteen. Uh, towards the end of that verse, it says, "Unstable people twist, you know, the mm. scriptures mm. to their own destruction." You know, that's a very good point. Uh, yes, yes, and so we need to be very careful to only read the word of God and take from God's word what He says in its context and apply the meaning to us uh, to ourselves individually first. Um, and not try to make the Bible say things that it doesn't and uh, use the Bible to propagate our own agendas. And I believe that would be very, very dangerous. Uh, and that is not the right thing to do. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, look, we'll take a short break here and um, we'll, uh, we'll be back uh, in a minute. And after the song, which I'm going to play, We'll talk a bit the offer which we have prepared for you, my dear listener. Don't go anywhere. Um, stay with us and um, we'll talk about the offer which we have prepared for you. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. I stood in the night with my head bowed low, and the darkness as black as the sea. And my heart was afraid, and I cried.
Was a wonderful uh, song uh, by Alison Krauss, and we welcome you back here to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, our co-host today, uh, Pastor Fabiano, over the phone with us uh, today because he's restrained a bit in the, his house, not feeling so well. Uh, but it's good to have you with us, Fabiano. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Nick, and thank you for passing in once again. Yeah, now we are, uh, we just said before the break that we want to talk to our listeners about a free book which we have for uh, this week. And by the way, we have only um, a limited number for uh, this week every day. You know, uh, we give a few copies out. And if you like this book, uh, please don't hesitate. Just send us a text message and grab it. It's uh, It's a wonderful book, actually, called Screen Deep. Now, the author just says uh, these things. If you'd be so kind to silence your phone, turn off your iPad and put down the remote, author Scott Moncrief has a word to share with you about media and culture. Whether you are on a high end of the spectrum for media consumption or completely unplugged and electronically baffled, You'll appreciate this uh, Whitney Smart look at contemporary media and culture. With a Christian perspective, Screen Deep takes a closer look at the implied message that popular culture propels into our world every day. This book explores everything from uh, American Idol to Lost my space uh, uh, consumerism celebrities obsession greed and image our own image we are obsessed sometimes with our own image particularly the young ones each compelling chapter will leave you thinking about the views of pop culture and whether they square with uh, or contradict the biblical perspective. It's a wonderful book and I'm encouraging our listeners to write us a text message on the number 04888081 with the code SA74. Now make sure when you send this text message that you don't write any other um, uh, words, just SA74. You can send us another message to the same number and we always appreciate your support and 
thanks and uh, all the kind words which you send us. But uh, for this offer, when you request the offer, you just send the, the code SA74. And uh, our friendly robot will ask you a few questions and the book will be organized to come to you uh, free of charge, no obligation. All right, Fabiano, time is uh, going fast, but I would like to uh, again ask this question for today. How do I guide my children uh, through the media jungle? You already shared a few thoughts, you know, a bit <coughs> earlier, but I'm wondering if you could take us through, you know, to a little bit of a study. Yes, yes, that's right. And um, sorry for clearing my foot there a bit. Mm. Um, and uh, let me just start by saying, uh, that uh, in the United States of, uh, of America, uh, there is a place called the Silicon Valley. This is the place where most of the media platforms, technology advancements are being made. And the ones that get pushed to the whole world, this is where they are, um, you know, they're, they're pretty much, they're born. That's the, that's the, the mecca. US, yeah, that's the mecca of, uh, <laughs> of technology <laughs> and, right. and digital and media and so on. Yeah, you're right. Mm. That's right. And so there in that place, Silicon Valley, high level executives are seeing firsthand that too much technology exposure has the potential to harm children. Some even say that social media platforms and gaming designers create addictions in otherwise normal individuals. Mm. So employees of tech giants such as Google, Apple, and Yahoo, and many more, are actually sending their children to schools where teachers prefer a more hands-on experience, experiential approach, rather, to learning that, you know, that is very different from uh, the gadgets that they're making. Mm -hmm. And so they're getting their children out of that kind of environment, a, a, a tech-savvy social media side the environment and putting their children in places where there's less and more or less of that, wow. where there's actually a real life experience, where they can have a hands-on experience. These are the kind of schools and classrooms that uh, uh, children of these tech giant creators are, are, are attending. And so we, need, we can learn something from this. Mm -hmm. You see, in today's uh, media-obsessed generation, um, we have been bombarded with so much information that we can actually take in. And uh, we need to learn how to navigate our lives through that. Now, we must admit, yes, there are some positive things that can come out of the use of media and technology. However, today you'll find that uh, the negative tends to outweigh the positive. Mm. Uh, and that's yeah. why we are concerned. Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt you there, uh, Fabiano, but okay. you mentioned something very important that those people who created this and um, they know the effects of uh, media, particularly in the life of the children, they take measures to protect their family, to protect their children, because every parent, I don't know if they are parent to, to hate their children, um, and they take these measures to protect them for the effects right. of this. Wow. Right. Uh, we should learn this, uh, these things. And, and my dear friend listening today, you may have a thought 
about this. Yeah. I mean, if you if yeah. you like to have your voice heard, you know, through this program, please send us a text message with uh, maybe maybe an experience which you have with um, media and gadgets and children and all those things. And maybe you are a parent and you like to share with us how to uh, protect uh, our uh, our children. As we ask in the question, you know, how do I guide uh, my children through the media jungle? We are waiting for you to send us um, text messages to 04 888 Yes, yeah, sorry to interrupt That's you right. there, uh, Fabiano. Yeah, please continue. That's right. No, uh, thank you. I, I think that's important. We want to engage. We want to hear from others as well, and and we want to know whether they are in agreement with where we're heading. You see, uh, I believe that every Christian parent and um, those who also care about morality uh, would want to guide uh, and direct the path of their little ones. Mm. You see, I believe that it is our role to talk to our children, educate the young ones, uh, about uh, media. And this would mean that we must have a clear understanding of social media ourselves, and we need to get acquainted with some of the social media signs. Uh, so that way we can better educate and protect children. Now, I know that this is not, you know, the cup of tea for every person. and yes. but, but we must then find people who can help us in this area. Because here's the thing, the stakes are too high. They uh, the, the the dangers are a lot in that space. In fact, I've heard of being called the black hole. And you wouldn't want your child to just dive deep in there, not knowing where they're diving into. Mm. Uh, and so we need to be very, very careful. Just like you would not just uh, hand over your car key to a, ch- to a young person who's never driven before mm. and just let them off the freeway. You cannot do that. And so for a Christian, a Christian parent, or whoever might be listening to us today, uh, we believe that character development is so important. And this is so important because it has something to do with our eternal salvation. And so, uh, yeah, I, I say therefore as parents, this topic is very, very important. And that's why I believe that the uh, principles which I'm about to share will help us uh, prepare uh, ourselves, prepare our children, so we can better navigate this uh, media world uh, and uh, use media for our advantage and that it does not turn out to be something that just wrecks our lives, something mm. that just um, destroys our lives. You see, in the program that was aired on Tuesday, there was an article shared and it highlighted that most people who actually spend time on social media tend to become, tend to have uh, challenges in their relationships. Most, most of them tend to cheat. Most of them tend to struggle in the areas of relationships. And this is another important thing then that we need to understand. Relationships are so important mm-hmm. in many ways. And uh, especially a relationship with God as well is so important. And if you cannot have a good relationship with your family and, and with God, then there's a lot of issues at hand, and that's why, therefore, I believe this is so important. You see, personally, if I could share maybe briefly, sure. Personally, I was I was uh, raised in a Christian home, but I did not have a solid foundation. As I look back, as I would have, as I would love uh, any child to have, I did not know what having a relationship with Jesus meant. Mm-hmm. I did not know the importance of 
personal devotional time. I did not know the uh, that uh, uh, that is that is so important to understand that what we see has a direct impact. Uh, let me rephrase this: what we actually see uh, has some impact upon us. Uh, I will I will expand on that a little bit. Sure. You see, I did have somewhat understanding of self worth. Uh, 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 um, value for one's, for, for one's life, uh, but I had a fuzzy understanding of my purpose in life. And that's another thing, too, that we must come, uh, we must help our children with as we are navigating them through these difficult uh, media jungle, <laughs> I mean, as we are calling it. And so, um, what's even more important, too, is the fact that. Uh, personally, I did not. I did not understand that what I was allowing myself to see, hear, engage in had actually uh, either a positive or a negative um, impact on my eternal interest, mm. on my spirituality. And so, some of my, you know, longest battles and struggles came and still comes from the media jungle that, and the rubbish that I uh, soaked up as I was growing up. Mm-hmm. These things have a huge impact on your life. Now, once again, like we have said, there are some positives. For example, yes, children having access to media and technology can develop technical skills, communication skills, and creativity. Though when we say create, uh, communication skills, it depends on what kind of communication skill we are talking about. Uh, but but nevertheless, yes, there are some of those uh, positives. Mm. But the fact that the negatives outweigh the positives leads me, therefore, to um, encourage parents to think of the following. Uh, the Bible tells us that, in fact, let me read this first verse to you. This is Proverbs chapter 22, verse and this, uh, I'm reading from the New King, uh, King, the New King James Version, and it says in Proverbs 22, verse six, "Tread up a child in the way he should go, mm. and when he is old, he will not depart from it." And so, my friend, you can see that from Scripture, we are instructed to train up a child in the way they should go. That is how they should live, behave, and do things in life. Because after all, they are children, and we have the responsibility uh, before God, and we need to be accountable. And we are the ones who are mature, with experience, and we are the ones to guide them. I find it very sad that today, uh, most children would want to, uh, well, it is becoming a a, a recurring thing that um, parents are appearing to be the dumb ones and the children, the smart ones. Yes. It shouldn't be like that. Yes. Uh, in fact, that's a sign of uh, generation decay. And so I think that we need to um, come back to these principles that we find in Scripture and, um, and, and learn something from it. So let me maybe unpack this verse uh, for those who are listening. Mm. This is Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. When I was growing up, we... Uh, <laughs> This verse was 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 um, given in this way: like teach your children and tell them what to do, uh, and, and, and they shouldn't have any say. And 
it was it was from a negative uh, approach and it was from a dictatorial approach mm. now parents do have rights uh, and responsibility uh, to to pretty much direct the life of the child however you would find that what scripture teaches and what is actually uh, 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 the best for you and for your child is to actually approach it in the ways that our Heavenly Father uh, approaches parenting with us. So when we look at this verse, train up your child in the way he should go, and then we'll come into the media side of things, it is literally saying in its original Hebrew understanding that we you know, you should train the child in the ways or according to the way the birth has been made. Has been made in, the, mm. in that, but, you know, parents need to uh, direct the children according to how God has has created them. Uh, so I know that that saying uh, in the way that the mouth has been created may not resonate with many, but I, but if I can if I can con, uh, contextualize it uh, in a contemporary sense, in the way in which God has created that child. So some may be gifted in you know this particular way. As a parent, you are there to lead, to direct, and uh, to walk alongside them and so forth. I wish I had time. But so how does this relate now to media? And maybe you just see, before you move to that, uh, Fabiano, because it, it, a thought just came in my uh, mind just now, yeah. and I like to, uh, to just put that one on. You also telling us that as yeah. a parent, we need to know what to yeah. teach our children. You cannot afford just to teach anything because sometimes even the parents, they are teaching the children, they are giving the gadgets in their hands and all those things because yeah. they don't have a solid foundation in regard right. to how to, how to protect this. And this is again a very important thing. Now I'm not going to just throw yeah. everything on the uh, misbehavior of the children or, or, or even on the parents of uh, mm. iris- being, let's say, irresponsible. Because I can say uh, that yeah. um, sometimes we we direct the young ones in the wrong yeah. way because we don't know exactly what to teach them. We don't know ourselves what's real and what good. Sorry That's to interrupt right. there, but I just thought to, to bring that thought. Yeah, please continue. Yes, so inspiration here in this verse is actually saying that we need to direct educate, develop the character traits uh, that God has instilled or the, that God has given to the children. And so uh, how does this relate to media? Well, you see, media today is the educating tool. Well, you as a parent, me as a parent, or you as a sister, brother, uncle, you know, we who are mature have that role to direct to develop, to educate children in the ways that God has gifted them Mm. uh, to better develop their character and prepare them for the heavenly kingdom. And so we must understand that. Today, kids or children face a, a wave, an influx of evils uh, that are coming through these social media. And therefore we must help them understand the need to put their uh, barriers, um, filters, um, uh, what should I say, uh, these things that can help us avoid the evils that are found on these platforms. Mm. And so uh, 
but this is the responsibility of who? It is the responsibility of the parents. First and foremost, that is the responsibility of the parent. And so we must, we must therefore understand that uh, we have that role. And secondly, let me come back to uh, some of the things that you find on social media. For example, with social media, you learn that um, uh, that uh, the world out there, because once you are in the media world, you are pretty much now part of the globalization. The whole world on, 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 on one platform, and uh, both the good and the bad on the platform. You know, mm-hmm. no filter. And you find that they are uh, the young ones are learning things such as you know, do whatever you like. You know, whatever makes you happy. Uh, sex makes people love you more. Uh, if you accidentally get pregnant, just have an abortion. Get drunk to forget your problems. Mm. Um, you know, bikinis and short shorts and all of that. Hey, that's the coolest and the latest. Uh, smoke a little bit, actually, that is fun. You know, color your skin to look more beautiful. And so you find that the world uh, and the things that are found on the media are things that, if you, uh, if you have a little bit of a, uh, Bible knowledge, you find that these are things that go to feed the ego, the self-centeredness, uh, 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 self, if that makes sense. It, it, these are things that feed into what the Bible calls the carnal nature. And the carnal nature is that self that wars against God. And because you see, it leads you to uh, think and act and behave the same way that uh, the enemy behaves when he was in heaven, in that he wanted everything to be about himself. You know, it was all about, I will do this, I will do that, I will do this. You have the same trend of thought and pattern and, and, and uh, way of thinking being implanted into the young ones in uh, morality, uh, laws, virtues, and ethics. All these things are stripped away. Yes. And so that is why we must understand the, uh, the importance of uh, providing guidance, uh, providing uh, filters, and all that as well as we seek to raise these children. Beautiful. There's a lot which we could talk about here, but my friends, you know, uh, the Bible says, uh, for example, in Philippians 4, uh, I believe it's from verse 8, that whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is just, whatever is praiseworthy, you know, these are the things that we need to meditate upon. So as parents, how do you guide the children? Well, first and foremost, you must be the example. Mm. That's, that's another second point. You must be the example. Thirdly, you must be willing to sit down and talk to them because these are, uh, you know, your brothers and sisters in Christ. These are human beings. They also deserve the opportunity to be heard and so you can read them together. But after all, you are the parent. Absolutely and right. So, yeah, and so the Bible says, actually, in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 19, uh, speaking to parents, you shall teach them, that is your children, teach them to your children. Speaking of them, when you sit in your house, that is teaching them the laws of God, the ways of God, um, and helping them understand that these things are of uh, higher value. So speak, speak and teach them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, mm. when you lie down, when you rise up. So as many opportunities as you have, uh, to uh, educate your children, get them off those devices. Uh, uh, even if you have filters on them, just have time, time limits, uh, and focus on the more uh, important things that have eternal bearing 
own them. Check their phones. There's no such thing as privacy. Because here's the thing. Um, before God, everything is, is, is clear. God sees everything. Mm-hmm. Even the fools that are mm-hmm. within your heart. And there should, be, there should be no reason as to why you'd want to hide anything. Unless Absolutely. it is something that is abusive or something. But, but even that, you need to find someone to speak to about that. And if there is something to hide, if a child has something to hide, I'll be concerned. Yes. Now, let me be quick to say this to parents because I've, I've, I've helped a few parents in this area. Your, 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 your children, especially those who are teenagers today, they tend to be, uh, to want to outsmart their parents. Now, mm. what you can do, first and foremost, is pray. Secondly, is make your children your, uh, um, uh, your friends and make sure that there's no privacy, they don't go places you don't know, they don't have devices they don't, uh, of their own, which they own outright, and that you truly have things under control. And uh, should you be fearful that maybe you might be going too far, speak to a spiritual person, first and foremost, such as a pastor, and seek for our counsel, but I would highly recommend that you take proactive actions because we live in a thin, thick world. Yes, absolutely right, uh, Fabiano. And just before we run out of time, I would like to mention again the offer which we have for today because it's a beautiful book uh, uh, entitled Screen Deep. And this is in particular for young adults. If you have somebody in your family to give this book to, uh, don't hesitate to request this book. It's by Scott Moncrief, and it talks about this situation, uh, about media and all those things, and can guide you through the Bible to find some passages in the Bible um, to support what we are talking about. Now, Fabiano, just um, uh, as, uh, and, and by the way, I will, should give you the code again. The code is SA74 and you can uh, text uh, this code to 04888808811. You mentioned in the book of uh, Proverbs and that's a wonderful book actually for young and old to contemplate on because it has very good things to say and you shared from from chapter I think was chapter 22. Yeah, verse uh, 6. And another one which I like to just bring quickly to our attention is in the same book, Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, and it says this. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful grillland for your head, and a Pendants for your neck. I thought I pronounced correct that word. But you see, also for our young ones, they need to respect the parents, which they try the best they can to teach them, uh, and repair, if you like, the, uh, you know, that, um, brokenness in between, you know, young and old. And I know I've been, uh, when I was young and a bit of a rebellious child, you know, and there was always sure. is the, that conflict of generation. But now yeah. more than any other times, we need to be careful. We need to love each other, to understand each other, to support each other. And if we go through some difficulties to, to really approach that thing and talk openly, yeah. uh, because 
because we need to sort out this uh, this problem. Now, Fabiano, we have just a minute left here. Uh, yes. Would you like to just close maybe with a with a thought? I know you highlighted a few points there, which you recommend. But if you have another thought, and maybe I'll ask you after that to just pray for uh, for us, you know, and for our young ones. That's right. And uh, I speak to parents when I read this first Peter chapter four verse ten. I'm reading from the uh, NIV just to make it more clear, especially to the the uh, uh, those who are uh, more younger. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And the words the words that captivated my attention here that I wanted to share is the fact that we are faithful stewards. Then we've been given many gifts, and if we lack any gift, especially the gift of parenting or um, well, let me go back there, because parenting is not a gift, it's something that mm-hmm. God gives to all of us. But if you lack wisdom, the Bible says, ask God. But because we are stewards, these children belong to God. They've been given to us to train for God. So may God help us there. So, yeah, let us pray together with those who are listening, and may God give us wisdom and help us in this journey. Let mm-hmm. us pray. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful for the privilege to raise our children. Uh, and we know that the work assigned to us is a great work. And Father, we pray, however, that you may give us the wisdom that we need, the understanding, the patience, the love and care, mm-hmm. and also the zealous to raise them to become faithful members of the heavenly kingdom, to become uh, good, moral, and uh, uh, moralizing, if I could use those words, uh, um, good citizens of uh, this uh, this uh, this country as well. Yes. Father, we pray that you may lead us, guide us, and uh, may you bless us all together, for we are on the learning journey, which we ask in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. amen. And thank you so much, Fabiano, for that. Uh, that's all from us today, uh, my dear listener, but um, please join us again uh, tomorrow because I will be back here um, in the chair and we want to ask this question, how do I grow? in media responsibility. We'll continue this uh, uh, for this week. Uh, Until then, uh, may God richly bless you and uh, be responsible. If you have children, you know, be bold in teaching in the right way, even though the influence may uh, be different from, um, you know, whatever other other groups in the society you are a parent and you have a call from God to guide and direct uh, your children in the right way and uh, we hope to see good things coming out of this not so good thing happening in the world may God richly bless you we're leaving you with a a little song here lead me and guide me uh, O Lord this program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio
Lead me on. 